This podcast contains explicit content, polarizing views and opinions. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. What's up everyone welcome back to the podcast in this episode we're going to be looking at a couple of movements that are going on at the minute the reclaim the streets and the not all men movement so let's talk about it up everyone and welcome back to the dead behind the eyes podcast now i know it's been a bit long since we've done one been i think about a month maybe a little bit longer i was moving into a different space and just things got away from me and a shit ton has happened in the last month so much has happened we got you know the harry and megan interview and talk around uh mental health and suicide and Piers Morgan etc 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 racist royal family we've also had the the terrible thing that happened in the last week to Sarah Everard where she was coerced away feeling safe on her walk home by a police officer I believe the the running theory at the minute or definitely one of them is that he used his warrant card to lure her where he wanted her to go and then her body was found in some woodland later on. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to be talking directly about that case. I want to talk about what has happened because of that case. Now, in the last, really, it's the last few days over the weekend, there has been an outcry by most women about the prejudices that they feel that... Oh, see, this is such a hard topic to word correctly women are angry about how they feel men treat them how they can't walk in the dark on their own without feeling that it's unsafe to do so because what could happen and because of this there has been in parliament somebody actually stood up and proposed that men should have a curfew of 6 p.m so that women can go around walk on the streets on their own, etc, etc, and not feel unsafe. And I want to talk about how dangerous I think that is, that that has been allowed to be said, and how it's got traction behind it as well. For years and years and years, women have fought, and rightly so, for equality, and just for women's rights in general. But now a select few of them want to take away men's rights. And one of the things that I have seen is not all men sexually offend, but most sexual offences are caused by men. And because of this, select few, a minority of the male population, have sexually offended, to which I condemn any sexual offence caused to anybody. But because of them, the liberty of all men should be taken away. I have seen on social medias posts like, you know, this is for all women who have felt frightened when they've been walking home on their own, 
every woman that have held a key in their fist, every woman that has stopped to check themselves in a window, every woman that has gone round a corner and ran. And no, women should not feel like that. But men are not accountable for other men, just like women shouldn't be accountable for other women. What about all the times that men have crossed the road because they feel like they could be they could be seen as a sexual offender? Every man that has walked past a woman quickly so that that woman can feel safer. I've done it. I've done it numerous times thinking oh, I'm walking behind this person. They might feel unsafe because I'm walking behind them. I'm six foot four. I'm 19 stone. I'm an opposing figure. And I have to then change my actions because I, I have foreseen that the other person might be in distress because of me. Now, I'm not sure if I'm going to leave all that in or not, because this is a very dangerous topic to talk about. But I've been thinking about this for the last couple of days. I was thinking about what shall I do Monday's episode on? And this is a topic that I want to be. I want somebody to stand up and talk to me and have a conversation about this, because the more conversations we have about stuff like this, the quicker this problem can be resolved. But the problem that I have with it all is I know that the woman that stood up in Parliament and said that men should have a curfew of 6pm, I know that she does not talk for women. I know that she talks for a very, very select minority of women. But what I've seen over and over again is that men should be responsible for other men. If I'm with a group of my friends, let's say that, and they're all male, and they catcall a woman or they do something that is that shouldn't be done, then is it up to me to call them out on that behaviour? Yes and no. Me being close to them, I could say, oh, maybe that's not right. You maybe shouldn't do that. You don't know how that other person feels, etc., etc. At the end of the day, I can't change his actions. I can't force him to stop doing that. I can only advise him on that. So it's not up for me to change him. It's up for him to change himself. And it is not up for men to teach other men. It's up for men to teach children. And not men, but fathers. And it's not don't, don't rape, don't grow, don't this and that to women. It's basic morals that need to be taught by fathers to their children. Don't hurt anyone. Don't rape anyone. Don't make inappropriate comments to anyone. I fully stand behind a, a movement of women should not feel unsafe to walk at home at night. The majority of sexual offences are perpetrated by men against women. But also, there are sexual offences that are women against women. There are sexual offences men on men or women on men. It doesn't happen as often as a sexual offence happening to a woman by a man. That doesn't mean there's something wrong with men. That means there was something wrong with that man. I use an example of a serial killer. Now, predominantly, serial killers will have certain mental disorders, which will normally put them in the bracket of being a psychopath. Now, we all know that murdering somebody is wrong. Nobody will dispute that. But they are wired in a way that they will murder. Certain uh, events have happened to them along with mental disorders, which has caused them to, to murder somebody. So why can't we look at the type of men who are rapists or are violent sexual offenders? Because that is the what women are talking about, feeling that they can't feel safe when walking home. It's because they feel like there's a probability they could get raped or there could be some violent sexual offence that happens against them. So why can't the 
men that are doing these acts why is it then all men we don't say that you know same thing most serial killers are men we're now not going to say that all men are psychopaths and all men are serial killers we can see the difference there so why can't we see that the men that inflict these violent sexual offenses why can't there be something wrong with them why is it then all men's problem because this is the problem that i have me as a man trying to defend men that will get backlash but the problem i see is trying to put all men in one bracket and that is basically the definition of prejudice for example i use this for example there was probably still is a lot of cases about priests raping groping fiddling with children not once did i ever see a call for a priest to not be allowed to do a mass around children the statistics show that more women purposely kill their newborn babies than men there is a higher problem there with postnatal depression but i would never ever think of saying women should not be allowed to care for their newborn baby for the first six months the list goes on the list goes on and on where you could keep on having those things and it was a small minority but shouldn't inflict it shouldn't cause any problems to the majority the thing is i sit here and i keep on thinking to myself should this be an episode that i publish or should i just do something else but that is just fear in what i feel might become back at me for what i'm saying because the problem is i don't want to come across as saying that women just have to deal with it women you know they they asked for it or they brought it upon themselves no nobody should sexually harass or offend against anybody in this case the statistics will show that men are the ones that are more likely to rape women and i know that a counter argument to that shouldn't be well not all men rape i know that but at the same time it shouldn't be up to men to police other men oh it's such a hard topic such a hard topic because i just i know that what has caused me to make this video is that woman that stood up in parliament and said that men should have a curfew so women can feel safer on the streets and i know that is an extremist view that a hell of a lot of women do not condone but it's been allowed to say and it's got traction and that is very dangerous because that is the same that is the same type of prejudice that so many groups have fought against and it has been allowed to be said in the middle of parliament and I don't agree with a council culture where I say that that woman should not be allowed to be a PM because she has been emotionally driven to say that. And that is she should never have had to say that. At the same time, though, the people that agree with that woman, they've probably got brothers, sons. They should definitely have fathers. Would they expect them to do the 6pm curfew? They know that those people won't sexually offend against any other women. So they would quite happily be they would quite happily discriminate against them because of a few people and the problem is it's a terrible thing to say but those men that would rape violently sexually assault a woman it doesn't matter whether it's at 6 p.m 8 p.m 10 p.m 2 o'clock in the morning or 12 o'clock in the afternoon they were gonna do it so putting a 6 p.m curfew on on men is just going to be right well i can't do it tonight so i'll have to do it in the morning i'll have to do it in the afternoon that's how that person will think that it's not going to stop them putting a curfew on them it might stop a few but those people that want to do that are going to do that and 
doing research on on things, I saw a statistic that 45% of violent sexual assaults are done by an ex-partner. The last in-depth analysis that was done on this was 2017 and this was by this is by the office of national statistics in the year ending march 2017 this in the age group of between 16 and 59 that 45 percent of violent sexual assaults were done by a partner or an ex-partner then just below 40 percent was done by someone that they knew so that is making up nearly 80 percent of violent sexual assaults happening by someone they knew or partner or ex-partner so the thing that really started this movement that statistic for strangers is 12 or 13 percent so i'm seeing a graph and i've only got 10 percentages on the side 13 percent. there we go i've seen the the actual figure 13 percent of sexual assaults were done by strangers this is in the year ending march 2017 of course this is the most conclusive analysis that i've got for the uk at the minute Again, it's a horrible thing to say, but that woman that is walking down the street in the dark on her own feeling unsafe, the probability of her getting violently sexually assaulted is minuscule compared to what could happen where she, when she feels safe in her home, with her partner, with members of her family. It is up for everybody to educate everybody. And one of the last things that I want to say, and this is regarding Sarah's case, is that yes, she was walking on her home she was walking she was just walking home and that has been something that i've seen over and over and over again is the women then talking out about their experiences and they should keep talking about it women shouldn't be silenced about this but this is not just men's problem this is a whole society problem anyway going back to she was just walking home but this wasn't done by I don't know how I don't know how to word it. This was done by somebody who abused their power, someone who that person trusted. It was done by a police officer. Yes, he was a man, but the problem wasn't because he was a man. It was a problem it was somebody who was abusing a position of trust. So the problem we have is is that 6 p.m. curfew. After 6 p.m., is it only that the streets can be policed by female police officers? Because then people would say, well, well, no, because they're police, so they can do they they can sort of and they they can be out we'll make an exception but it was a male police officer who did this to sarah i stand behind the movement that women should not feel unsafe on their own on the streets but i will stand against men being persecuted because of my or cause of a minority that is a very dangerous road to be going down god that was a bit of a bit of a hard hitting episode bit of a uh a hard thing to talk about like i said i'm still recording i don't even know whether i'm going to release it and i want to be a voice for women to talk about their experiences and i want people to have this conversation so contact me contact the show tell me your experiences if you want to come on let's let's have the conversation let's record it let's put it out so if you want to do that the best the best way is just to email so that is uh dbte dot podcast at gmail.com that's dead the first letter is dead behind the eyes dot podcast at gmail.com or you can go on to dead behind the eyes podcast on instagram and dm me they're the best places to get hold i hope i've opened up a channel where we can have this conversation and i hope people do have this conversation so this has been this episode of dead behind the eyes i know it's been a serious episode this is not something that could be joked about this had to be a serious episode so I hope everyone have a good has a good week and don't be silent but don't be discriminative see you next week